the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me on Taco Tuesday in San Diego. In fact, I haven't had any tacos today. I think I might have to get me some tacos on the way home. Hey, glad you're all here with me. 888-344-1170 is the number if you'd like to call in. And I would like to hear from you because I've got a question for you guys out there. But before I get to my question, I've got to welcome my partner in crime. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. He's here and we're going to get him. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them. (laughs) You know what? There's some bad hombres for sure, and that's why there's some resistance against the resistance going on in the state of California and around the nation, pushing back on the insanity and wanting a restoration of the rule of law in this country, and it has become completely lawless. We are absolutely under attack. Every aspect, every part of our nation, physically, in terms of our borders, In terms of our laws, in terms of our voting booths, economically we're under attack. We're under attack socially, in terms of the social fabric of our foundation and of our country. Every aspect of it is under attack. And the push and the end goal is actually tyrannical. It's 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 centralized government control over us. And what's what is between us and a tyrannical government? It's the Second Amendment. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later in the show, but uh, we need some firewalls to protect us against a centralized government of power over us. And the Second Amendment in and of itself is meant to be a firewall for us, but it's not if we have people in power that are willing to remove the Second Amendment from us. As well as people in power that are willing to enact other forms of control over us. We've got a Republican Party that is blocking President Trump at every turn. And, you know, I was at a, at a Republican Party event last night. I am not here. to. We have some really good Republicans in the party. We do. But we've also got some establishment leaders of the party that are not on board with President Trump for one reason or another. Maybe it's because they don't believe in what this party and what this nation was supposed to be founded on, which was limited government and individual Freedom and individual rights. Or maybe they just don't know how to sell individualism because it's easier to offer freebies paid for by the taxpayers. But whatever it is, or maybe it's just because they don't like President Trump. And so they want to stop him from having any success because they want him to be one and done. Maybe because they don't like him personally or maybe because they see him as a threat to them. But either way, they are blocking him at every turn. And that was a huge part of what happened with the omnibus. I'm not going to back down from me saying that I felt like the way President Trump handled that was a mistake. But he can turn it around. But then then it makes me wonder, well, how can he turn it around if we still have a leadership that's blocking him at every turn? For example, there's a huge amount of military funding 
that was in the omnibus. President Trump is now coming out and saying, you know what, I want to use some of the military funds to build the wall. But there's conflicting reports going around. There are some of the greatest minds that I know of that are conflicting over whether or not President Trump actually has the power to decide how that money is going to be spent or whether or not it still has to go back to Congress. If it has to go back to Congress, which it seems to be the case because the rumors are today is that he went to Ryan and said, hey, can I use the, some of that military funding from the omnibus? Can I use it for the military wall? Then that leads me to believe that he must have congressional approval. And if he does have congressional approval, then my question for you is this. What do we do is we've got some great Republicans in the party, but they're not running the show. They're not Speaker of the House. They're not Senate Majority Leader. They're not even in positions of power in terms of committees, from what I can tell. And they're really the ones calling the shots. What do we do? What do we do? Because we're in a midterm election year, and they're telling us we just need more. We need to reelect the ones in power, and we need more Republicans. I, it, it, I, I'm curious as to really what you guys think the answer is. I was remembering, speaking of tyranny... I was remembering an interview that I did with Cheryl Atkinson from Full Measure a while back, and what she, and her show is phenomenal. And one of the things that she talked about in her show, a segment that she did, was about how fundraising is used to keep certain people in power. For example, we all know that Nancy Pelosi, one of the reasons why she's still in power with the Democrats is because people talk about how she's able to raise money. But they don't necessarily talk about what that means specifically. And I reported on this before. One of the reasons why we have the people that we have in power, these establishment people, these McConnells and the Paul Ryans, is because they are not just big, massive fundraisers and bundlers. It's actually a situation to where key committee positions, as well as a Speaker of the House, as well as Senate Majority and Minority Leaders, are basically paid positions. They basically purchase those positions with their fundraising, almost like quotas. To be Speaker of the House, you're the guy who raises X amount of money. So they're basically buying these positions of power, which is why we can't seem to get rid of these guys. What we could do that now Congress could do it. They Congress could pass legislation that says that you cannot be considered for a committee chair position or Speaker of the House or Senate Majority Leader based upon fundraising. But that would require the same people that have purchased the positions of power to sign off on that legislation. So basically what we have to have to get rid of Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell is we would need them to sign off on legislation that would make their fundraising abilities, which is how they bought their way to their positions anyway, we would have to have them sign off on legislation that removed them from power. Or we'd have to have people in in Wisconsin to actually support a challenger like Paul Nalen who came on the show. So I hold some of the blame against these people because there have been challengers to Paul Ryan. I also um, put it out there because we need to maybe put some make some phone calls out there just because, for example, just because Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, and that's the system that we have in place that they're able to purchase these powerful positions through their fundraising, doesn't mean that the rest of the party members have to put them in positions of power on that basis. Maybe we need to push back against our, for example, Mia Love. Mia Love ran as a Tea Party candidate in Utah, and and everybody expected her to vote for somebody else other than Paul Ryan as Speaker of the House. And she turned right around as a Tea Party candidate and kept him in power. 
So maybe what we need to do, because we've got to do something as voters, we've got to do something as conservatives out there to help President Trump do his job. Because as long as we have the majority of the Republican Party just wanting open borders, they wanting to keep funding Planned Parenthood, they want to keep funding sanctuary cities, they want to keep bringing in all these refugees. As long as we have those people in power, what's President Trump going to do? So do I think that maybe he should have vetoed the omnibus bill? Yeah. But do I think ultimately he he would still get what he wants with this Republican Party? I don't know. I'm not here to offer every answer. I'm curious. This is what you guys think. Give me a call. 888-344-1170. You know, I um, I actually had a really good friend of mine unfriended me because he was upset at me for criticizing President Trump over the omnibus bill. But let me answer to you this way. I am still a supporter of President Trump. It should not be an all or nothing that either you support him 100 percent and never say anything critical or that means you're running. I'm not running. What I'm trying to do is try to figure this all out like you guys are. Trying to figure out what do we do? We elected this man to drain the swamp. We really hoped that he would, you know, he's gotten a lot of things accomplished. But some of the things we have a a short window of time in terms of taking our country back from what's being done. I saw an interview. I saw a friend of mine who was interviewed on Newsmax and, and a question was posed to her about whether or not she was inspired by these marches over the weekend with all these high school kids. And I got to thinking to myself, was I did I have I felt inspired at all by any rallies? And I thought Actually, no. I'm never particularly inspired by rallies or by protests. But what I am inspired, whether or not I actually agree with what they're protesting for, but what I am inspired by is the fact that in America, unlike other countries around the world, we actually have the right to do that. We have the freedom to assemble peacefully. We have the freedom to raise our voices and to speak, even though there's many on the left that are trying to deny that from us. In fact, there were pro-Second Amendment families of victims in Parkland that weren't allowed to speak. They were told they weren't allowed to come to those rallies. But my point is, uh, what inspires me is this country. And the freedoms that it was founded on. And those freedoms are really in jeopardy right now. We actually have a former Supreme Court justice right now who's saying that we should, first of all, listen to children. Second of all, that what these children are asking for doesn't go far enough. He says we actually need to have an an amendment to remove the Second Amendment. And I thought, first of all, one of the things that bothered me so bad from this was how completely dishonest John Paul Stevens was with this. Because he, like so many of the left, are trying to use the emotions around children and use children as shields in order to remove our freedoms. He is no more – he is, is – is, I don't care whether or not – he was on the highest court in the land and wore a black robe. He's a liberal hack like any of the rest of them that are, that are using children as shields to push a liberal agenda. Because this is a man who, who back when he was on the court, was, was uh, against actually, I think it was, what was it in 2008, SCOTUS DC versus Heller. He actually wrote the dissenting opinion. This is a man that's been wanting to go after our Second Amendment a long time. He's pretending now that he's suddenly so moved by these children. And here's what's so dangerous. It's been death by a thousand cuts against our freedoms in this country. And like I said, we were under attack. We are under attack on our southern border, every fabric of our society. And one of the ways that we're under attack is through our courts. Going back 
See, he's now saying that we can. He's now saying that the, the decision in, in 1939 where SCOTUS said that Congress could prohibit possession of a sawed-off shotgun because it w- had no, quote, reasonable relation to the preservation or efficiency of a well-regulated re- militia. He's now relying on that initial decision back in 1939 as justification to now go all the way into actually removing our Second Amendment rights. This is why it's so imperative that we constantly push back every time they get another inch from us. It is shocking to me to hear a former Supreme Court justice actually argue on behalf. This this was a man who swore to uphold the U.S. Constitution. And it's clearly the founder's intention was that we be armed to protect ourselves against an overreaching government, a government that failed here in this case. So what am I trying to say here? I guess what I'm trying to say is we are complete – every area of our, our our nation is under attack. Our freedoms and what makes us the greatest country in the land is under attack from every front. And President Trump, I get what he's up against. Most importantly, he's up against his own party that's failing him. And we got to figure out what we're going to do to take it back. I want to hear from you guys. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, some moves that President Trump has tried to make to help restore our freedoms and keep us safe. Because he is right when he signed that omnibus bill. The government's number one job is is, is our national security. And he's elected, uh, he's nominated John Bolton. And coming up, we're going to talk to a former FBI guy who's here, who's going to talk to us about that and whether or not, he, why he thinks that John Bolton is absolutely the right choice for the NSA. I'm Andrea Kay. Stay tuned. More coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. Carl from La Mesa needed cash to pay off his second mortgage to do some repairs around the house. He went to the community bank to use his VA loan. I was able to cut his costs in half and get a lower rate that will save him thousands over the life of his loan. Jim and Vernie are first-time homebuyers with young boys. They needed a little more personal attention than they were getting from the credit union. I got them same-day pre-approval so they could start shopping that weekend. 
confident that they could compete with cash offers. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Medvedfortownhall.com, a new poll by the Economist YouGov organization shows glaring contradictions in the way Democrats define morality, with big majorities saying they accept abortion, divorce, gambling, drinking, alcohol, gay sex, premarital sex, and doctor-assisted suicide. One form of behavior, however, drew overwhelming condemnation. 82% found hunting animals for sport to be morally wrong. If this reflects a tender concern for all living things, isn't it worth asking if a baby in the womb is a living thing? Even if someone doesn't consider the baby to be fully human before delivery, surely that unborn child deserves as much respect as, say, a deer. Yet Democrats find abortion more acceptable than hunting by a margin of three to one, showing obtuse inconsistency at best, utter derangement at worst. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. If you want to chime in, answer my question of the day is what do we do? What do we do about a Republican Party that seems to be doing everything they can to block President Trump at every turn? I'm going to pose that question to my next guest because he seems like he's got always got the answers to everything. It's Tom Del Bacaro. Hey, Tom, welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you? Great to hear your voice. Thanks, you too. Okay, so... um the omnibus was a disappointment for a variety of reasons, especially because the Republicans seems like they're just doing everything they can to stop President Trump, especially on the wall. 
There seems to be conflicting reports as to whether or not Trump has the power because it's an omnibus versus a budget, whether or not President Trump then has the power to just use some of that military funding and have the military build the wall. What's your perspective on that? Do you know why the federal government funds interstate freeway building? Why? Because President Eisenhower decided that the military budget could be used to build roads, citing the example of what Germany did. Uh, And so suddenly before that, it was unconstitutional. And then he gave it a military reason. And the Constitution didn't change. There wasn't a case change, but that's how they funded it. So my suspicion is they can, if they want to, they can, they can find a way. Who is they? Who is they? Does he need the Republican Party's help is my question. He could say the executive branch has the authority to spend a certain amount in that regard. All right. Well, let's let's hope that he does that, because the, the, what's coming out today is that he was asking Paul Ryan to do that. And and, I, and clearly, Paul Ryan is not on board with borders. I mean, he Paul Ryan is the man when he ran for reelection, said that he considers himself using almost the same ver- verbiage as Hillary Clinton, saying that he considers himself a representative of people from India as much as representatives of U.S. citizens. So clearly, you know, he's an open border amnesty guy and as, as well as Mitch McConnell. Um, you know, before the break, I was talking about, you know, um, and, and I, it seems like the theme for tonight's show is tyranny because we are so under attack with everything to see a, and hear a former Supreme Court justice arguing that we need an amendment to, to, to remove the second amendment, a constitutional amendment to remove the second amendment. I mean, that's crazy. It, look, there, there are always those people who who think that they have a bright idea, who sit in judgment on the past and say, we could have done better. And, you know, you have to take those people with a grain of salt. You know, Switzerland has the highest per capita gun rate and it has almost no crime. Honduras has, what, the lowest gun rate and has the most. So these things are gone. But the Second Amendment isn't going anywhere. For the same reason, there's not going to be term limit amendment to the Constitution because our states are so divided. There's not going to be a, a, a repeal of the Second Amendment. There's approximately 30 to 31 red states, and there are, what, 19 blue states. Mm-hmm. But in order to amend the Constitution, you need way more than that. It's not going to three quarters of the states. So it's not going to happen. It's not going to go anywhere. We'll get chipped away. They'll say this type of gun, not that type of gun. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the Second yeah. Amendment's going nowhere. I, I did want to come on tonight and briefly talk about the census. Yes. Because the California, of course, Attorney General Becerra of California, who wants to be your governor one day, mm-hmm. is running for re-election. Yours, too. So you live he, here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says that it's illegal for the federal government to do this. And then they're putting out this fake news that we haven't asked the question on the census since 1950. He's completely wrong on all accounts. There is something now, we used to have something called the long form uh, census, six pages versus one. Now we just have, now we have something called the American Community Survey. Really? Doesn't that sound like touchy-feely? 
They ask the citizenship question all the time. And what it says, what we found out is the participation rate for white Caucasians on the long form is ninety is roughly ninety four percent. Okay. For Latinos, it's basically eighty eight percent. And you think, oh, there's evidence that the citizenship question makes them not want to answer until you find out that the eighty eight percent rate is the same rate that African Americans reply, and they don't have issues on citizenship. So when these Democrats tell you that this is going to cause them not to fill out the the thing and be underrepresented, your reply is, really? Show me the data because it doesn't exist. The only data that does exist says, in fact, that it has no impact. And it's the same argument when they say sanctuary cities are are more safe, Andrea. Andrea, let me ask you a question. Have you seen the massive data study that proves sanctuary cities are more are safer? Yeah, it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, and and walls don't work. That's another one they want to tell us. Look, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we need to know who's in our country. And really, for me, what it's about is they don't want us to know how many illegals are here. They want to continue to tell us it's 11 million when it's a heck of a lot more than that. And on top of it, you know, they really want. Um, y- 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 if anybody says, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, that this is protecting anybody's voting rights, they certainly don't want voter ID. So they don't no. want any, you know, they want, they want. Sarah, uh, look, the evidence on voter ID is that minority voting actually rises. It's a complete and utter lie that they tell that it, that that restricts voting. The evidence is that the voting actually goes up because they're more confident because they have these ideas, IDs. So they just tell lies, and it's out of the Bill Clinton playbook. I know you're too young to have experienced this, but when Bill Clinton was president, he would say a lie, and he would just say it over and over and over again, and then it was true. Yes. Question uh, before we uh, Orange County is back in the news for a couple reasons. I guess the sheriff's department has decided they're going to do they're going to push back. They're resisting the resistance on the sanctuary state crap and they're going to announce and publicly release the names and the dates of inmates, which would I guess the idea is they're going to help the deportation. They're going to help ice out as well as Orange County has joined the lawsuit by the Department of Justice against the state of California for sanctuary status. Um, how do you see um, the lawsuit stuff playing out? you got to love this. California suddenly has discovered states' rights, right? When it came, yeah. <laughs> States' rights was a horrible thing. And, then, and they used to say, with regard to abortion, you can no such thing as states' rights. Of course, it was the South that created state, the whole states' rights issue with slavery. Right. That's horrible. But now, that Trump's president, there's something called states' rights. Now... We're going to see if there's city rights. Does a city have a right to not follow? Look, at the end of the day, immigration is a federal issue. You cannot, a state cannot obstruct federal law. So at some point, at some level, some aspect, like during the Obama administration, when he filed the lawsuit and everybody thought that was okay, aspects of this will get, uh, blocked by the courts, the Supreme Court. And if the the state 
uh, penalizes a city for following federal law on immigration, the city will win. It's funny you should talk about city rights because when Los Alamitos last week announced that they were they decided as a city the city council voted, there was one lone dissenter because uh, the city council in Los Alamitos decided they were not going to participate in the sanctuary state laws, and sure. the, the lone dissenter said, "Well, wait a second, you know we're supposed to do whatever Sacramento tells us to do." And I thought, "Well, what's the point of having a city council? <laughs> that doesn't yeah. even make sense, right?" No, whatever Sacramento does, you mean when they raided uh, gas tax funds year after year after year, and as a result, uh, we don't have roads, we should just let them rob us blind? No, that's it. Look, this is a, there's something called the supremacy clause. Immigration is a federal issue. Even uh, uh, the liberals on the Supreme Court agree with that. So, right. But... This is what this is our world today. We just sue each other for long periods of time before this is figured out. Well, that's well, what you're going to see here. Yeah. Well, Tom, but Del Bacaro, tell everybody how they can read your stuff. Political Vanguard, right? Politicalvanguard.com. Everything's there. Go to Amazon, buy the Divided Era, and always great to be on your show. Thank you. Thanks for being here, Tom. I appreciate it. Bye, love. All right. Now, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Have you heard the latest from Planned Parenthood and what their latest scheme is to indoctrinate young children? We've got to talk about that and more college campus craziness. Then we've got, speaking of tyranny, we've got Don Jans who's going to be here. who's written a book called The Road to Tyranny, and he's going to explain what individualism versus collectivism is. And I'm hoping he's going to help us figure out how we can actually, the left has made some inroads here. How can we begin to win that argument? And even within our own party. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social Security system is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network stations. 
Hi, I'm Chris with Cash Call Mortgage. With today's rising home values and low mortgage rates, we're doing refinances with no closing costs that let you pull out tens of thousands in cash. Use that cash to pay off high-interest credit cards, car loans, do things around the house, or anything you want. My husband and I realized the best low-cost way to get a large chunk of cash was to take advantage of our home's value by refinancing. Chris got us a low interest rate, and we pulled 50000 in cash out. We paid off credit cards and a few other things, and the whole process was super easy. Cash Call Mortgage is designed to save with great fixed rates with absolutely no closing costs. None. Your house is your bank. So make the cash call now at 877-890-CASH. That's 877-890-CASH. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage Eagle Housing Lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License 41310083. NMLS 128231. That's 877-890-CASH. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answers Half Price Tuition Program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We got it going on in here. That's right. Yes, we do. I guess who's in here with us tonight? DJ Carrot Stick's parents are in here in the studio tonight. Yes, they are. Hey! They Mama do. and Papa Carrot Sticks. Mama and Papa Carrot Sticks. Y'all have seen the little baby bunny carrots? He, that's what DJ Carrot Sticks is, and they're like the Mama Papa Carrots. Glad to have y'all here with me. Some patriots in here hanging out in the studio. All right. I've got to talk a little bit of FBI because um, they're back in the news. First of all, thank you to Jim Brown is, who posted on the Facebook Live. And shout out to everybody watching and commenting there. Uh, I think it was Friday I talked about the fact that uh, Goodlatte had issued a subpoena because the DOJ was stonewalling on the Hillary Clinton email investigation. They had asked for 1.2 million documents and only received 3,000. Hello, Jeff Sessions. That's your department. Well, I guess uh, Christopher Ray said that he is now, he is assigning 27 FBI staff to review the records that are potentially responsive to Chairman Goodlatte's request. Well, let's hope that in their, that, that Peter Strzok and Lisa Page are not one of the 27 staffers are going to be involved in reviewing these documents. And, you know, in fact, I would like maybe some hand-picked uh, staffers, um, but clearly I'm hoping that this means that we're actually going to have some accountability to the Hillary email scheme. Um, some Another failure, unfortunately, reported by the FBI, not getting a whole lot of media play, but in the course of, we all know that the FBI failed with the Pulse nightclub shooting down there because he was clearly somebody who'd been made, uh, Omar Martin had clearly been making threats. He had been investigated a few times, kind of like Nicholas Cruz with Parkland. The FBI had gone and visited him. Uh, at, at not only did the FBI go and visit him and fail to act on his threats, but they actually issued a statement at the time that they didn't think, quote, that he was, he was the type to go off and do anything postal and go postal. Well, now we find out that according to, that according to emails that were sent to involving the prosecute, prosecute, prosecution, of Omar Mateen's widow, that Omar Mateen's dad was an FBI informant. 
Now, we don't know exactly what Omar Mateen's dad was informing on, but apparently it was so worthy, it was so important that that's uh, why, I guess, the FBI didn't bother to follow up or somehow found Omar Mateen not a threat. And, you know, you have to wonder if the FBI, whatever they got from Omar Mateen's dad, was it worth 49 lives? Because clearly they gave a pass to Omar Mateen because his dad was somehow an FBI informant. Now, it's not going to get Omar Mateen's wife off the hook. She basically is trying to use that, the fact that his dad was a, was an FBI informant, that somehow then they, then they couldn't depose somebody, that somehow she thought that her team thought that that was going to get her off from being complicit and an accessory to the murder, the slaughter of 49 people at Pulse Nightclub. But nevertheless, this is another FBI fail of enormous uh, proportions. We're talking 49 people. And now we find out that it was likely because Omar Mateen's dad was an informant. And why was he an informant? On what? Our FBI has a lot, a lot uh, to be held accountable for. And, you know, in... It, and it's continuing to show that it's not just the FBI leadership. Even the Republican Party was coming out and saying, well, it's just a few people at the top in leadership. It's not the rank and file. Well, it, this, these investigations at these local levels involve the rank and file. That's not, that's not Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, Comey. He wasn't overseeing what was going, he wasn't overseeing what was going on down there in Florida. Well, joining me now to talk about, uh, where we're at, I opened the show by talking about tyranny. Tyranny and resistance, how America is is under attack every aspect of our society, physically and socially. And joining me now, he's actually written a book called The Road to Tyranny, is Don Jans. Hey, Don, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much. I do uh, want to make one comment before we get started. Uh-huh. I watch you on Tipping Point. Oh. I'm very, very impressed. Thanks. I enjoy it. And I do, um, you have my sympathy for some of the rude and uh, foolish comments that uh, other people make at times. You, you do a marvelous job handling them. Well, thank you. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it could be a little tough. It can be especially tough to kind of contain my anger at times, particularly when I'm struggling to get a word out. But see, they, the left can't win, ever win the argument on the merits, right, Don? They have to, he has to interrupt me and constantly talk over me because otherwise he knows he's going to lose the argument. Absolutely. And this is always, this is always the strategy. And, and you see it constantly, and it's not, it's not a unique strategy. It's been, it's been a part of the strategy of the left for, for ever since we've been around, and much, much longer than that. It goes way, by, way back even beyond Marx himself. So let's talk about The Road to Tyranny, because your book talks about and basically details how our country was founded and how it was actually kind of a, a based upon collectivism. And then they realized, hey, maybe we need to wise up and do something based upon individual freedoms and liberty. And America was born, and, and that's what led us to be the greatest nation on the face of the earth. But over yep. time, uh, the push for collectivism has been – that march was on for that. It's been death by a thousand cuts. I think that the march the, – the collectivist – they work all day, every day, and they've been playing a long game on us, haven't they, Don? They have been, and, and they will. And they, they, they know that along the way, they will, they will eventually have us. In that in that uh, state of tyranny, because all the time, every time we go along, and this latest omnibus bill is just a perfect example where everybody gave in a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, and all you do is you just secure those positions that the collectivist has has gained. We started, 
as a collectivist society, as you mentioned in Jamestown and Plymouth, had to change or, or wouldn't have survived. I mean, it was just factual. And along the way, we have started to follow what Mark said. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about the, about the um, income tax and so forth, but, but we're seeing it so, so evident today, Andrea. Mark said, you must abolish all longstanding principles. What are our principles? Our principles are the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. the U.S. Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. Mark said, you've got to get rid of all those longstanding principles. You can't adhere to them anymore because they do not go along with this classless society that's going to be totally conforming. You have to get rid of all morality. Morality is relative. And Lenin said, anything that moves forward the cause, it's moral. If it doesn't move forward the cause, it's not moral. That's, that's how they measure morality. And then they said you have to get rid of all religion. A collectivist society cannot be a society with God in the center. It has to be, has to be an atheist society, Andrea. And so we are getting rid of longstanding principles, morality, and we're getting rid of religion. And they constantly are hammering at it. It, it, it's all day, every day, in every way that they are assaulting us in our Judeo-Christian values, our laws, everything that, that we stand for. And it has been death by a thousand cuts. I was talking earlier about uh, Stevens. I, I, guess, I think it was Stevens, the former SCOTUS uh, justice, who, yeah. who's now calling for a repeal of the Second Amendment. And he was basing it on some 1939 decisions. So they got a little bit of an inch against the Second Amendment then. And now he wants to go all the way. Uh, you know, it, it starts with taking prayer out of schools. And now it's, you know, we got to take anything that related to Judeo-Christian principles completely out of society. It has been death by a thousand cuts. And the Republican yeah. Party and conservatives and people who are supposed to believe in individual freedom and individual liberty have kind of... I think some of them just don't believe they they're collectivists themselves. And then others, I think it's, I think it's easier to sell collectivism. It, it, it sounds great on a bumper sticker and it's hard. It's hard to sell individual uh, liberty because it involves individual responsibility. And so little by little, the, the so-called people who believe in limited government and individual freedom have, have allowed the collectivists to take over and, and win that argument. And I don't know how we win it back. Well, first of all, let's go, and I'll talk about how we win it back, but let's, let's go back once on this idea that how, how it's like you say, it's, it's, um, uh, they move ahead with a thousand cuts. But when they continue to call people, all of those names they call, remember, if they call us uh, uh, um, uh, racist or sexist or, or whatever else they want to call it, that's okay. That's okay. But we can't call um, uh, uh, an illegal alien illegal because that's horrible. That, that, is, that is prejudice. And so this, this, this is constantly coming at us. And so many people, remember, the people on the right primarily are, are, are much better people. They do have rules and they do have ethics. And, and consequently, they are willing to be more ready to go along than to get along. Go back and, and, and look at a Pelosi or a Schumer. Are they relentless? Do they ever apologize? Do they ever back down? No. But then take a look. At, at some of the uh, some of the even the stalwart Republicans, I don't put I don't put Ryan in as a real freedom loving American. No. But even some of the stalwart, um, uh, like Mike Lee, 
I mean, who's nicer than Mike Lee? Yeah. Well, and, 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 and he'll adjust. He'll adjust. Okay, so um, we're gonna. We I'm gonna go ahead and take a break. Can you stick with me into the into the other side? I would love to. Okay, because I want you to talk about how we can how we can win this and turn this around. All right. Okay. Stay with me, everybody. This is Andrea K- the Andrea K Show. We're talking to Don Jans, who Don Jans, who's the author of The Road to Tyranny. We're gonna we're gonna bring freedom back. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-965-5269. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-965-5269. That's 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269. Larry Elder here, inviting you to come join me and my buddies Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher on our seven-day Hawaiian cruise. Beautiful staterooms, amazing food, evening get-togethers with us. We're even giving every stateroom two pillows from Mike Lindell, who will also be joining us. It's August the 11th through the 18th. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at bridalwoodinsurance.com. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. 
Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Still with me is Don Jans, author of the book, The Road to Tyranny. Uh, Don, you were going to tell me how we how we can win this. Yes. Uh, first of all, we have to understand that in order to win a war, and, and, and folks, we're in a war. We are in a war. We're in a war for our freedom because people want to take our freedom. In order to win a war, you have to understand the enemy better than they understand themselves. When I go out and speak to lots of different groups, I quickly learned, and I learn every day, that we who claim to be freedom-loving Americans – don't understand the enemy. The enemy, Karl Marx said, we have to have a totally conforming classless society. And this is what's happening today. Everybody is trying, the left are trying to make all of us conform, all of us think and and act alike. So we have to learn the enemy. One of the great ways you can do it is, is I'll be a capitalist. Go read my books. Read them. Understand them because you will get a good grounding as to who this enemy is. Second of all, second of all, we have to discuss this with our families, with our friends around different uh, around different social circles. But when we're discussing it, this is why you have to know it so well. You don't argue. You can't win an argument. Do not argue. All you're doing is you're doing like like um, Sam Adams said. Sam Adams said it doesn't take a majority to win. It takes a tireless minority who will set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. You're just setting brush fires of freedom. You're not winning arguments. You're not winning fights. You're, 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 you know this so well that you're bringing up these little areas. The next thing, Andrew, and this is critical, we have to get back into our school board meeting, into our school classrooms, mm-hmm. understand what our kids are being taught. Unless we, as grandparents, parents, Older brothers, older sisters become truly and totally involved in the school system. Our school system is no longer a system of education. Right. Our school system has been transformed into a system of indoct- indoctrination. Yes. And unless we grab hold of our school system, it's not going then, to... Then look, at, look at these kids from, from, um, uh, from Florida. Uh, yeah. You can tell the indoctrination and how strong that is. Yeah, how, the, how yeah. Good this is something that I, I do a lot of segments on my show about about our school system here in San Diego. There's a push right now uh, to have San Diego be the first Sharia compliant school. There is a, there part of part of the uh, left's push for tyranny is through the partnership with Islam. And Islam yep. is a political system. People say, well, you, you just talked, Don, about how Marxism depends on atheism. How could they partner with Islam? Because Islam is a political system that hides yep. behind a religious component. And what they have in common is a centralized system of power over the citizens. And so that is a, that they are doing everything they can to indoctrinate our children. Just today, another, another way that they're indoctrinating children, Planned Parenthood tweeted out today, oh, we need a Disney princess who's had an abortion. You know, they're doing everything that they can to take over the minds of our children. I mean, the assault on our children in this country is absolutely astounding, isn't it? That's absolutely astounding. And here's the way they're teaching. They're teaching. They're saying, here is the problem. Now, 
We know the problem. We know what it is. Now you go out and you prove that that's the problem. That's wrong. You say, what is the problem? Go out and do your research and you come up with your own conclusion. Well, they don't, they don't allow you to, the, the kids to come up with their own conclusion. They tell the kid yes. what the conclusion is. And, and that's indoctrination. And it really started. It really, really started in our country. But Lenin, Lenin purposefully set to put that in motion in our schools. Lenin said, I have to get into their education system, into mm-hmm. their media, and into Hollywood. Yes. And he has done it extremely well. Yes, they did. And, but, and I mean- our, our, our freedom-loving American folks, Andrea, don't understand they must learn who this enemy really is. And it's, it's in every, every cross. It's every part of our society. They need to learn who the enemy is, and they need to also, one of the things that they've done is they've taken American history out and and anything about American exceptionalism, anything positive about America in terms of the value of individualism and free markets and the greatness of this country and why this young country and its system has provided the greatest level of prosperity for not just its citizens, but the rest of the world. We've fed everybody. We've provided the military and the security for the rest of the world, and they're trying to destroy it. It doesn't even no. make sense. And what the, no. what the little foot soldiers and, and the little brown shirts coming out of these schools don't understand is that if the left ever got their way and transformed this country into the Marxist society, it would, it would be even more of the elites with sh- nothing but shared misery among the little people yes. and the peasants that they would end up ruling over. So I, what I, that's what I, it always ends. That's, that's the way, the way it, always it always ends. Well, I hope that you're going to come back on the show and be a regular Don, because I think that we need to continue to, uh, to have people like you educating Americans out there on what individualism is versus collectivism and the value of what our system was based upon and who the enemy is and how we need to counter it. Tell people how they can get the book. Andrea, if they go to amazon.com right now, it's, it's not, it, it says, it says that it's on back order, but order it. I, I made sure that it's going to be ready in just a week or two or better yet, go to my website. You can search Don Jans, J-A-N-S, or go to mygrandchildrensamerica.com, mygrandchildrensamerica.com. Well, and they- um, the books, all the books are there. Andrea, I would love to come back and be a regular guest with you. Well, thank you. I'm definitely going to have you come back. I appreciate it. Have a great night, Don, and thank you. God bless thank you and you. for what you're doing. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. And you too. Thank you. All right. Thank now, you. before we run out of time, I got some great news to share. I am super proud of one of my experts on the Andrea K show has just been uh, given an award here in San Diego. I could be, I couldn't be more proud if I birthed him myself, if he was my child. Rod Hatley, y'all know him as my tax and estate planning expert here on the show. He has just won an award. He was selected, hand-selected by a group of judges to be one of San Diego Metro Magazine's 2018 Best Attorneys in San Diego. I think there was over something like over 70 nominations, and he won. I am so proud of Rod. He is not only, you know, some of it is the fact that he's former Navy JAG. He is an officer and a gentleman. He's a phenomenal attorney. He is also on the San Diego County, uh, San Diego Cancer Society. He is on the uh, Rady Children's Hospital Foundation. Uh, let's see, what else does he do? San Diego Community Leadership. I mean, he's, so he's a local community leader as well as phenomenal attorney who really cares about his clients. And I could just not be more proud 
uh, of Rod and this award. So um, he's actually going to be on the show on Thursday. Now, Friday, I want to make sure you guys tune in because you are not going to believe that my interview on Friday is a guy named Jonathan Kahn. He wrote a book called The Paradigm. And let me tell you, I was blown away when I first heard. So many people are asking today, what the heck is going on in the world and in America? There was actually a blueprint in the Bible that actually predicted everything that's going on right now. And let me tell you, President Trump is the warrior for our times right now. Just because I'm just Disappointed with what happened with the omnibus does not mean that I do not see him as the right man for our times to help us push back against the push for tyranny that's going on in this country. There is a resistance against that push for tyranny. Now, the left calls themselves the resistance, but we're the ones who are actually part of the real resistance, and that is a restoration of the rule of law, a restoration of our freedoms, and everything that this country was founded on, the U.S. Constitution, our Bill of Rights, individualism, individual freedom, as well as individual responsibility. That's what made this country great. And you know what? America will be great again. Thanks, you guys, for joining me. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, Mama Pop DJ Carrot Sticks, my guest, and you all out there. I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. The Andrea K. Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.